Okay, guys, what's up? This is the Quarantines Podcast, the first competitive review podcast in podcast history. Now, the rules of this game, the rules of the podcast, are that we listen to an album or watch a TV show or watch a movie beforehand and... Once we do that, we review it, we have a conversation for an hour, and in the last five minutes, we need to slip the secret word into a sentence naturally in our speech. So we, so we are starting the conversation now at 9.06. We were supposed to start it at, at 9. So, we, do we reveal the secret word? So what is, so what is five minutes? What is five minutes from um, an hour from 9.07? That's 10.02, right? Huh? Yeah. No, 10.03. It's 9.08 now. 10.03. So 10.03 to what time? 10.03 to 90... 10.03 to 10.08. To 10.08. Yes. Is when the the word of the day will be valid. Yes. And we must slip it into the conversation. Do we reveal it now or no? No, we don't reveal it. I'll be saying that... I'll be typing it in the description. Okay. If if any of us says it now, because we all know it, we'll be invalidated from saying it again, and we won't win a point. All right. And once we tally up all the points, my dear podcast listeners, we we each one of us will get a prize, which we have not decided yet. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, what'd you guys think? Of Gal Costa, self-titled. Oh yeah, we haven't even introduced the the topic. Right. So before so before we we prepare for this podcast and we listen to Gal Costa's self-titled album, I think yeah, it's her debut. Been, uh, it was uh, released in nineteen sixty nine, and she's a Portuguese singer. But um. <clears throat> Yeah, should we just uh, get started? Wait, why isn't Nick? Why isn't Nick having? Right oh, okay. Cool, cool. Okay, nice right, stash, right. Nick. We... All right. Okay. So, um, so guys, what do we think of Gal Costa's self-titled album? Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it, I think it was very, it was a very diverse album, like pretty colorful and arty. And, uh, like, I, you know, it was kind of diverse because it had like a, a kind of sad opener and then a very, a very like, um, like bouncy ending. <clears throat> and like the opener, I don't know. I don't know she now kinda, she kinda, yeah, she kind of she kind of sets her own like unique style with like the the, the start of it's like really harsh and like kind of unexpected. Yeah, and then the rest of the the, the rest of the album is like pretty chill <clears throat> and like so some of the songs are really energetic, but like it never really gets harsh like that again. You know? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. I I mean. Her, her vocals are very unique. I mean, she's screaming yeah. on some tracks. Yeah. She like um, She uses like vocal fries and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's just her style. 
I mean, yeah, and I, I think you know that that it kind of. I mean, we you only really see that in like soul music, you know. You well, don't really like, see it in other soul metal, uh, any like form of hard rock. Yeah, a hundred gex yeah. because a hundred gex have grindcore influences, and they they're always gurgling. <laughs> Just any form of of harsh screaming music you could think of. Gal Costa has, um, you know, put that in her style. Yeah, it's like it's like a mix of psychedelic pop and like tropicalia, you know. Well, it, well, the movement is called Tropicalia, what it's from. Yeah. 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 Anti-establishment um, movement from the 1960s. And it was started by Gilberto Gill and uh, I think Caetano Veloso. And they were, they were exiled from the, from the country. But like from, from 1967. Yeah, they got exiled to London in 1967, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of, I guess the album is kind of anti-establishment because Gal Costa was one of the more popular artists in the movement, but she still had harsh qualities to her sound, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, do you have any thoughts? No, you pretty much summarized my thoughts, like, perfectly. I guess they some more stuff. I also nice. I want I wanted uh, I also wanted to know like it's kind of to you know what it's kind of got it kind of has like a little bit of a summer feel to it like yes definitely lost in like, paradise yeah and earlier earlier this week I um I did some research and um like a, for a, a little bit of background on her she. She was like recent, pretty recently. She's she's still alive. She's seventy four right now. Yes. And uh, she uh, she she was interviewed, I think in March, in March of twenty twenty, um, and um, she said she she was like how you how you said earlier, K uh, Tenno Veloso and uh, Gilberto or how how do you pronounce his name? Gilberto Gil, Gil or Gilberto. Gilberto. Whatever those yeah. crazy Brazilians um, have, she kind of drew inspiration from them, and they they released. I think they, they released either a project or an album or or, or something, a record. Um, uh, her, them, and I think two other people released yeah. it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's the it's the Tropicalia uh, compilation yeah. album, and it not yeah. only has uh, those three artists on it, but also has Os Mutantes on it as well yeah and and, uh sorry continue well i well osmutanches i mean i heard i i think i listened to the album first in march and then i listened to the osmutanches album in april and um and it's definitely the weirdest stuff to come out of that movement i mean there's literal sound collage in there and they did a cover of Baby, which was on this album. Yeah. That was a pretty good song. I think my favorite song was probably um, uh, Cape Penna with Caetano Veloso. Mm. 
That has to be one of the weaker tracks for me. I mean, I just, I think it has a really blissful vibe to it, but yeah, I think it sounds, I wish it, I wish it did more. It sounds too much like lounge music, you know, but there's nothing wrong with lounge music. Yeah. What about you, Nick? What's your favorite track? I'm going to say baby. Baby? Baby. Yeah, What'd I you like, like about it? I don't remember the full thing because I did listen to this like two days ago. Oh, didn't really so register in your mind. Baby's the more smooth one, right? Yeah, it has the, the very lush string section. And, um, you know, it sounds like a wedding. Yeah. So She, she kind of like goes up in keys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Um. What about you, Jacob? You never said what your favorite one is. Yes, my favorite song, and I've been, I've been listening to this for a long time, because you know I've been I've been dancing to it and stuff. Because it's so se voke pensa, and se voke pensa, I love it. I love that song. It has such movement to it. Uh, I always imagine. I mean, this is kind of an esoteric thought, but I always imagine. Uh, that scene in Chowder when they're all at the car wash and and the animation breaks and they're all uh and they're all washing the car. I just imagine right. that song playing over it. You know? Like and they're yeah, just moving. When they break the fourth wall and the, the voice actors. Yeah, they do, they do. I mean they I that show did that. that a lot. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I just feel like educate this man. I just feel like in a montage of them washing the car, Sevoke Pensa would play. Just just imagine it. I mean I mean I'd encourage our listeners to listen to the album before we describe it. Um I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the song I was watching Breaking Bad. I'm gonna put the song Digital Animal by Honey Claws. You'll hear it when you hear this podcast, but you know, just listen to the album. It's it's a great listen from front to back. We probably should we probably should have said that before. Yeah. Before, well, it's it. a new podcast, okay? We're only human. Yeah. Um I don't know, I I, I think we didn't reveal too much, you know. What do you mean? What? Wait, what do you mean we revealed too much? We didn't reveal too much. Yeah, I mean, like, this is an Anthony Fantano review, essentially. Yeah. But, um, I, th- I was saying before, I was trying to say before, I think, uh, we got into a little bit about, like, um, about the, the, uh, I forget what it's called. The, the one, the one where she came together with Caetano Veloso and, uh, Gilberto Gale. Yes, and the other tropicalia, the the movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was trying to say, um, <clears throat> like right after that, that's when that's when um, they got exiled to London, right? Um, I'm not sure actually. So till 1972, 1972 and 1971, till then. 1967 or around there till then but um she kind of she kind of like after that she kind of took their place and kind of like took the torch of like the movement you know well 
Well, I'm, I I go and rate your music a lot, as you know. Um, but I, I know that the Tropicalia movement, it kind of evolved and dissipated after the two founding members left. And they, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what this is an acronym for. I know the acronym is MBP. M-P-B. And B obviously sounds stands for Brazilian. And that's what the Tropicalia guys moved into. More of that sound. And I think it was less harsh or experimental or more progressive. I'm not sure. Yeah. I have to look that up. Was that before this or after this? After, because after. the two guys left. After, after, okay. after they became exiled, after they oh, were okay. exiled. Yeah, because I was gonna, I was gonna say this, this is like, you know, I feel like, you know, building on that a little bit, it, it kind of, you know, it, how I mentioned earlier, it kind of has like a harsh start. So I feel like maybe it was trying to like allude to that old style a little bit, but mm. then throughout the rest of the album kind of showcase the new one, you know? Well, I think that, I think that, um, you know, Tropicalia, I think that it tried to really mirror the American movement, the American psychedelic movement, like the Beatles, the Beach Boys, um, the Zombies. Counterculture. Yeah, counterculture. We just learned about that in history class. Um, counterculture. Yes, counterculture but basically this movement i i feel like tropicalia tried to mirror that and then mixed it with more samba brazilian influences and before i've i think i've only heard four brazilian albums i've heard um uh the one that 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 i recommended to you the girl from ipaniba which one was that on gets and gilberto yeah i've heard that i've heard this one that we're talking about right now, Os Mutanche's debut and Jorge Ben's uh, debut as well. And Jorge Ben, um, he was more of a samba artist, but his ideas, I mean, I listened to some of his later tracks. He had a Tropicalia album. He was more of a samba jazz, samba rock guy, and and he basically evolved. And yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, anyone who has more radical ideas in Brazilian move in Brazilian music, I think they were, you know, automatically accepted into the Tropicalia movement. You know, it, it, yeah. it would be classified as Tropicalia if it was harsh and it was if it was from Brazil in the 60s. Yeah, that seems that seems pretty accurate. Yeah. Nick, by the way, um, you're muted if you don't know. Yeah, I'm aware. My dog was barking, so I decided to mute myself for a bit just not to disrupt the conversation. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. I, we need the ambience. All right. Um, I feel like it's, it's okay. It's okay to ask this question since it is our first, uh, our first episode. But um, are we gonna branch off a little bit or? Are we going to stay on the topic of the album the entire episode? Well, I feel like if we stayed on the topic, um, I mean, obviously we'd branch out into something. I mean, we could have talked about Chowder. Yeah, we could have. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, <clears throat> I mean, one thing that I'm really interested in uh, when it comes to Tropicalia is the French New Wave movement in film because they were really inspired by uh, by like the new cinema, the new French cinema. And I've seen one movie by Jean Luc Godard, Breathless, and Breathless. yeah, I think I think I think you've talked about that one before. Yeah, I have told you guys about it, and. And I've also told Nick, too. I've told both of you. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it... I mean, Quentin Tarantino was very inspired by it. And and it had kind of like a docu-realism to it. Jump cuts in between conversations, getting to the good stuff. You know, that's a technique that Godard pioneered. And he was basically trying to be postmodern and subversive when it came to cinema. And I think that, I don't know, I just, I think that that there's a lot of French worship in Tropicalia music. I think it all sounds very just French. Yeah, it does. I can, I can, I can kind of imagine, like, um, like this album. I, this, is, this is really, well, is Getting Gilberto kind of, um, Part of the uh, Tropicalia movement? No. There are two different not Gilbertos. Ah, oh, okay. Is that not the... That's not Gilberto Gil? Or Gilberto Gil? Well, there's Gilberto Gil, who's part of the Tropicalia movement. And then there's uh-huh. Jao Gilberto. They're two different people. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, well, then, yeah, I guess this is the only album I've heard from that actual movement. But um, from from this album, I could kind of I could kind of picture, I could kind of picture it, like as you're saying, like kind of kind of French, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like I don't know, sounds kind of like a like a soundtrack for a Paris trip or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, corny, but no, I don't think it's corny at all. Especially the opening track. I mean, it sounds so dreamlike and psychedelic. Yeah. And so sweet and kind of that French way, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, on the Osmutanches album, the whole thing was in Brazilian except for one track, which was actually in French. You guys should hear that album. Maybe we'll listen to it on the podcast. Um, on the podcast, uh, the following one after the next one. Because the next one, I definitely want to make us I definitely want to watch a movie or watch like a TV season with you guys a TV season that would take I, I don't know if we'd be able to do that in one no week. I have one in mind I have one in mind it's called the midnight gospel and it's an animated show from Pendleton Ward the creator of Adventure Time and basically I told Nick about this but um but basically Wait, why did I... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? Screw it. We have our stage names. I haven't introduced myself. I know this is new. I kind of blanked out when it came to that. My name is Yak. And then you guys... I'm Greek. I'm Greek. Uh, I'm Italian. And yes, we can say our real names. And I did start a website, which is linked on my personal Instagram account. And and the new quarantines account, 
and you guys can check it out. And it's linked to my old podcast. And I knew that I said in our old podcast with just uh, with just Greek and I. Um, the Walk Show. The Walk Show. Yes. And we said that if we said our real names, that we'd castrate our balls off. I don't know. I don't know if that's as relevant now, though. I think it's it was a, a good preventative measure. Incredibly though. relevant. We so. I, well, when we were talking about this a few days ago, you, you said the opposite. I just I I, en- I enjoy the walk show. The walk show is a good podcast. To anyone who wants to check it out, check out episode six. That's my favorite one. Speaking speaking of. Um, well, not really speaking of anything, but um, I almost forgot um, a little behind the scenes on our on our on our media. I'm gonna post the uh, promotional picture right now. Okay. Our media apparatus. Well, I tagged you guys. I tagged both of you, so you can. What, what uh, shall the caption be? What? What shall the caption be? Um. Uh, check out the podcast. Check out the what, what podcast, fellow teens. What is the um? What is this episode? <laughs> fellow is it, angsty teenagers. Tomorrow I, morning. I'm get, Yeah, probably. I mean, it's gonna take. Usually takes a few days with this service, anchor. Um, you know, shameless promotion, but. You know, usually it takes a few days to get it on Spotify or maybe even a week to get it on Spotify. But then after that, it automatically goes on Spotify. Oh, so it may not come out tomorrow? It'll probably come out tomorrow on an obscure service. (laughs) But not on Spotify? Coming to an obscure service near you. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify... And those are the only ones that I could really, uh, those are the ones that stick out the most popular ones, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, so both of those would take like a week? I think, I think when I posted the first episode of the walk show, I think it took like three days to a week. I'm not sure. I just know that it, there was a delay. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna say come check out the podcast. Uh, ho- um, just tell just tell them to follow our account, and then they can look at my website. I don't know. What, I, actually, I don't know if this is even a good idea because because the people in my school, um, you know, we have mixed relations. That's all I'm gonna say. When when we when when it's actually confirmed that the episode is up, I'll I'll um, promote it. Good. All right. Just link it directly to the Spotify, or or make your website the Spotify, or link it to. You made a website. That's cool. Yeah, I did make a website. You guys can check it out. It's called Yak Attack Media. It's a Google site. It's in my, it's in the official Cowboy Harry account. Dot com, dot gov, dot. No, it's, it's. Dot edu. It's (laughs) sites. (laughs) Dot org. 
net. Yeah, well, I'm not a non-profit organization. I mean, whatever. Um, we are making money off this. We kind of are. We're I an mean, organization of men not making money. I mean, if I do attach a credit card to the podcast account, we guys can't. We can do sponsorships and then get actual money. But we'd have to get like a thousand plays an episode to get twenty five cents. Jeez, crazy. Yeah, you may, you're recording, right? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, yeah, that thought just kind of randomly popped into my head. I got scared. Of course, we're twenty five minutes in. Yeah, we are. Okay. Um. You guys want to keep talking about Tropicalia? Um, or we could talk about, uh, French, French cinema, if you want. I don't really know. I'm, I've kind of, I've kind of, I've kind of, um, expressed all my knowledge on the Tropicalia movement and I don't know much about French cinema at all. So I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. I, I've only seen one. Well, I've seen two French movies. One is called, uh, well, obviously I've seen Breathless and I've seen this really cool animated movie from the 1970s called Fantastic Planet. And I think I've recommended this to, to uh, Italian before. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It, it has giant blue aliens in it and, um, and there's jazz funk music as the soundtrack and it's really psychedelic and wicked and it's only an hour long if wait we should watch that we should watch that for the next podcast but i also had an idea of this netflix season oh yeah 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 the midnight gospel that's right and it's actually about podcasts huh the midnight gospel is about podcasts oh really yeah um oh yeah yeah he explained to me the yeah why don't you lay down it's like a podcast with a fairy tale edge to it yeah a pot exactly i couldn't have said it any better midnight gospel how many what that's just one one season yeah um each episode is 20 minutes so we'd we'd be dispersing two hours and 40 minutes of content Okay. If you guys are up to it, that is. Or we could just watch Fantastic Planet. We'll decide. Um, when we, we'll decide when we get there. Or, or you know, because we'll be recording another one next week. So so we uh, should decide. I'm going to be So what are your preferences? Let me ask you. He, mm, he's I picking. Think it would be, I think it would be pretty cool if we review a show about podcasts on a podcast. Okay. Sure. Do you have Netflix? I don't. I'll give you my Netflix. It's all right. Thanks, man. By the way, uh, pod podcast listeners, Daniel or Italian is on a call right now. Yes. Talking with the president of the United States. Exactly. Nick, you have a really sexy stash. Thank you. I've been growing it up. Uh, just yeah, I've been trying. You know, it's it's gotten pretty good. Now it's starting to get to the phase where it's growing on the top, on the part of my upper lip. 
I could trim it or I could just grow it out so I could look like the cowboy from uh, the Big Lebowski and how the mustache just covers his entire upper lip. Yes, the cowboy. I love the cowboy. Me too. Mm. Ah, yeah. When there's a guy. He looks so happy on the phone. He is. I wonder who he's talking to, man. Yeah. But again, he looks happy. This is it. We're commentating a phone call that we have no knowledge on. Yeah, exactly. Look, he's laughing. I wonder if he's hearing a funny joke. Yeah, maybe. I, I think he can hear us, but but and he's just laughing at, at our humor because we're such funny that guys. You and we, you, we and you, no, you and I are best known for our quips. We should have a segment like this in the podcast going forward. Just two guys. No, no, just charades. One of us mutes the microphone and we just do something. Oh, all the others. I like that. I really like that. Actually, that's cool. We're just coming up with great ideas. I thought you said Greg for a second. Nah. Okay. Hmm. I wonder how Greg's doing. I haven't seen that guy in like a year. You mean Greg? Oh yeah, Greg. From episode uh, six of the Walk Show. Exchange student, if you don't know. I feel like this podcast is the Walk Show, but in heaven. Oh, it is. It's like the afterthought of the walk show. Or maybe it the is. walk show part two. Whatever you want to call it. Because now all the obstacles are removed. There is no... Uh, there is no Campbell soup to take away our... Evil teacher. Equipment. Uh, yes. This is the sequel to the walk show. Well, well, not exactly, but kind of. I mean, any podcast no way, yes. that, that we make... Is a sequel to the walk show. It's, yeah, it's the trio spinoff, right, where Italian is now a main character. Yes, definitely. Mm. But now it's just He's like old times. Now. now it's just yeah. yak and Greek. Yep. He's deep in thought right now. I honestly feel bad for the people who haven't listened to the podcast. I mean, my old podcast, because, you know, they wouldn't get, you know, our bond together. I yeah. I mean, well, I think that we've matured, and I think that we've gotten to the point where Italian doesn't ruin our dynamics, but, yes. but I think that, but I think that this is just like old times, you know? It is. We're being conservative. Hopefully our 30 loyal viewers tune into this podcast. No, I have all the people from uh, my from all my camp from my youth movement who listen to this because I'm a personality. Everyone knows that. Well, he's coming back. He's coming back. I'll be right back. I need to do a favor for the president. Really? I'll be uh, back. I'll be back in like a minute, literally. Okay. He's for probably the going to assassinate someone. Mm. You know what that reminds me of? What does it remind you of? It reminds me of um, you know you know how I use FaceApp to uh, to to like morph people's faces. 
Well, they have these yeah. new filters where you can morph it specifically to the president, and it makes your hair look like that one Pokemon character, and um, it makes your skin really wrinkly. Mm. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, this we did, we're not taking Face App as a sponsor for the record. Yes, but once I get the credit card, we will have many sponsors in the future. Mm-hmm. So what's I new with who you? Exactly sponsors some of this stuff, honestly. I don't know. Probably some laundromat. Jim's local laundromat. Exactly. Jim's local laundromat. JLM. Italian is probably going to Jim's local laundromat. <laughs> yes. He's gotta he's gotta assassinate him for not following social distancing rules. He's an assassin with a lot of sass. He's an assassin. Ha. No, it's like uh, when Samuel L. Jackson killed those guys in, in Pulp Fiction. You could say he was being an assassin. I guess so. You should watch the ending to that movie. I should. Yeah, fun fact. It's I never fun watched fact the ending time. to Pulp Fiction. I got to the scene where the guy gets shot in the bathtub, and that's it. Mm. It's been a solid two years, but I, I distinctly remember where we left off. Was it two years? I think it was more like a year and a half. Yeah. Early 2019, uh, late 2018, around there. Yeah, it was in December or January. Actually, I think it was January. Yeah, that seems about right. Because I checked my... Uh, Write your music movies uh, date, and it was like January 5th or something. Mm. 2019. Yeah, that seems about right. What a blast from the past. Indeed. Mm. Are, I, I've seen the Back to the Future trilogy. Have you seen it? I've seen Back to the Future and Back to the... I've watched the Back to the Future trilogy in like fourth grade. Oh. Do you remember? So it's been a while. Do you remember the scene where, um, where uh, Marvin Barry is on the phone, and he says, and "Hi, hi, Italian. How are you doing?" Welcome yeah. back. We're just talking about uh, Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Yeah. You ever watch any of the Back to the Future movies, man? No, I have not seen any of them. No. Damn, dude. Damn! Yeah. Damn! Well, I said Blast from the Past, and I was going to connect the two time travel movies, Blast from the Past, starring Brendan Fraser, and Back to the Future. And none of you have seen Blast to the Past. I I know that for a fact. How would you know that? Why, have you? No. (laughs) It's a cult classic. I mean, you know what? You know what movie? I re- I like out of nowhere. I just remembered it. I think I was taking a shower and I like remembered a scene. I forget. Oh shit! I like forget already. Hold on, let me check in my searches. Search um, engine. You said. 
My search is. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh. Do you know? Have you seen Gattaca? Yeah, I remember Gattaca. What's Gattaca? Freshman year biology. Yeah, did we watch it? I don't know. I don't remember. No, What's no, Gattaca? We're going way back. What's Gattaca? Gattaca. It's about like um. Uh, genetic modification of humans. It's like Vincent Freeman has always fantasized about traveling into outer space, but is grounded by his status as a genetically inferior invalid. He okay, so it's eugenics. His fate by producing genes of Jerome Morrow. A laboratory engineered valid. He assumes Jerome's DNA identity and joins this program. Dude, no, no, no. This is a more accurate description, you know, for the the ones who didn't watch it. Basically, in the society, including they have, like, me, genetic modifications, right? I'm and offended. The main character, he was yeah. naturally born. He didn't got no genetic modifications, so he's naturally at a disadvantage compared to everyone else. And he's yeah. trying to get the space and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if he does or not. I can't remember. You never seen that, Jacob? I, 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 I mean, yak. Oops. Oh, who's Jacob? We we could say our real names. It's all right. Oh. <laughs> we're a lot more uh, transparent this time. You around. see, we're more Nothing mature, and and I don't tell Italian to shut up in this podcast because he's he's a member. He's a member of the We've team. Come to respect his First Amendment, right? It's bad that he's cool. You know what that reminds um, me of? What Gattaca? It reminds me of the movie Mask. Mask. The mask. Guys, no, Jim not Carrey? the mask starring Jim Carrey. It's all about this kid who uh, who has genetic deformities in his face. He is a, he is a huge moon sized face, and he's very witty and he's a very smart kid, even though he has this, and he has to overcome it. Is this animated as well? No, it's not. Wait, this is animated. You're talking about? No. No, no, Gattaca. No, I, I mean, this movie is a, is a lot like Gattaca. I mean, I guess it's not. What am I saying no, I mean, anymore? We gotta yeah. watch both of them and see if the comparison is a valid one. But Please, I don't want to torture myself. Huh? I don't want to torture myself. By by what? Watching both movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to watch Mask. It's just a cheesy 80s movie, you know? Yeah, it's pretty good. It was made in 1997. Really? I liked it. Yeah. That was all right. Okay, well, I'll it's do some research. Like... That doesn't mean that I'll see it. It was like a, like a guy, average guy trying to infiltrate the space program where everyone's, like, genetically engineered. Oh. He, like, he, like assume, he assumes the identity of, like, one of the top guys, but he like got searching up a mask. Because of oh, then I'm really mask. wrong because he's just a normal guy, like Nick said. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. It's not that he has anything wrong with him. It's that everyone else is fucking like genetically. Oh, modified. okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the opposite of mask. Yeah. And Cher is in mask too. Cher? Do you believe in love after love? Sonny and Cher? Joke's on you, I don't. No, no, no. Cher used to be a pop star in the 60s yeah. with Sonny. And then Cher Sonny. 
in the 90s, believe, come on guys, one of the first real uses of, of autotune. Are you farting? <laughs> I'm pretty good at it, right? Like, I've learned how to master the loudness of a fart. That's, that's <laughs> disgusting. That's disgusting. I'm I'm trying to talk about share, okay? Don't disrespect sorry. my queen. There was there's a whole controversy on her. Yeah, I know auto tune. No, not not auto tune. There was another controversy that she was using. Um, you know, you know, she was married to Sonny for a while, and they got di- divorced. And when he died, he died in a ski accident. He did. And when he died, uh, huh? He did. Yeah, he hit a tree when he was skiing or something. Okay. I think he hit a tree. He died in a skiing accident. And um, that's after they had been, been divorced for like a while. And um, at, um, at, the, uh, at his funeral, she gave a eulogy. And she like got really emotional. And people, people thought she was trying to, trying to use that to get like back into the back into the like, you know, back into, um, back into view. Back into the spotlight? Yeah, back in the spotlight. I don't think so. I mean, if my husband died, then I'd be sad. I don't really get that. Yeah, no, that's an unfair assumption to make just because a celebrity shows emotion. Yeah. My queen, my queen is disrespected. How (laughs) dare the media? Is she still alive? Yes. She is, and she's, she's 74 old. years old. 74. That's the same age wow, as Gal Costa. Yeah. So she has a lot of Botox. Yeah, she does. Old people, like, am I she right? She does not look 74. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, Believe had its own controversies with autotune. People were like, oh, oh, she has no talent. Even my dad. My dad is like, Cher has no talent. What about before she, she is, is all of that, all that showcase of her talent uh, prior to that one song just completely ignored that? Well, I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Sonny and Cher fan, but I know that the famous bassist slash guitarist session musician, Carol Kay, played on the Sonny and Cher. I, I don't remember what song it was, but Carol Kay also played on La Bamba. Everyone knows La Bamba. Yep. And Carol Kay worked with Frank Zappa and the Beach Boys. Yeah. She's very talented. What about... Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. What? How do I forget that? What? You're only human, man. The yeah, name of the could... band. How do I forget? Which band? They made them all. They made what? Mask. Ebolisk. The mollusk. Ween. Ween, yeah. Ween. Carol Kay has not played with Ween. Two very okay. different music scenes. I don't know. I, I kind of... Frank, Frank Zappa kind of reminded me of Wee for some reason. Because they, they both have very weird um, musical I'm not, I'm not personas. Kind of, like, yeah. Oh, uh, such an eight stereotypical 80s movie. Which one? I'm reading, 
I'm reading the Wikipedia plot synopsis for a mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what 80s movie I saw? And I told... And I told this to Nick. Um, the movie Can't Buy Me Love. And this oh, movie... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It literally has... I watched it with my parents. I didn't catch the beginning. But basically, Daniel, this this guy, this nerd in school buys this girl, the most popular girl in school, for, for $1,100, buys her a new dress after she stains it. And she yeah. becomes... She becomes his girlfriend, and then they actually fall in love, and and she's supposedly this shallow girl, but actually she writes poetry. She writes poetry apparently, and then and then the Whoa. nerd the whole time is like thinking about you know their breakup because everything is paid for. You know, there's a limit to them dating. So so they were, they're staging the breakup, and then the nerd becomes an asshole. He slicks back his hair, and he becomes, like, the new it guy in school. And, you know, but the whole time, the nerd, he's, he, he left his friends, and, and his friends resent him now. And, and all of a sudden, uh, she exposes him at this party, and she's like, Oh, he paid me! He paid me! And it's like... Yeah, right. Yeah, right. How could a guy like this be with me? I mean, I mean, and his little brother too. Oh my god, the nerd's little brother. And actually he was played by Seth Green, who would voice a character in Family Guy. So that's a direct connection there. Yeah. His brother was trying to He was he was getting in the trunk of the nerd's car and trying to spy on his little popular hangout meetings. But the nerd's brother? Yeah. Chris Griffin? Yeah, Chris Griffin. <laughs> yeah. Chris Griffin. And the whole movie was super stereotypical. It reminded me so much of Family Guy. Just the, the whole yeah, structure. What? It's so stereotypical how how he he redeems himself and then he gets the girl back. And then they kiss as the sunset fades on them driving the lawnmower together. And I'm not even lying about that. And and it's just, it's crazy. It, huge what, what, amounts of stereotypes. This, what? How did this come up? How did it come up? Yeah. We're talking about cheesy 80s movies. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah wait, uh, why did... Why did you why did you even see that movie? Just like what like inspired you to see? When did you see that? My mom was watching it and I walked oh. in. I mean, I got back from my walk and they were already watching it. Oh, and I just sat down because I found it so stupid. When was this? It was like I think it was like three to four weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. A lot has happened between uh Probably between the, all of us in quarantine because we haven't seen each other in so long. It's been over sixty days, or maybe, maybe almost over seventy at this point. Since the middle of March. March sixteenth was when we were put in quarantine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. It doesn't. It, it hasn't felt like that long. Yeah. Well, every day kind of bleeds. 
Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I didn't think that this podcast would get so feel good. I mean, we are called the quarantines. Quarantine is in the name. Like, like I miss you guys. Like, we should all hold out our hands and sing Kumbaya. Honestly. I don't know about that one. No, seriously, I, I miss you. I miss you guys. Yeah, we miss you too, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to cry, though, because I'm too self-aware for that. Yeah, I don't think this is something to cry Although we could possibly cry in the future of this podcast. Cool, man. Last yeah. episode, we're going to fake some tears. I don't have a, uh, a reason to cry. <laughs> I have a reason cry. to be stressed. a reason to worry. I don't have a reason to cry, though. You could cry, though, if you want. Yeah, we're open here. For what? Just, you, you uh, could. No, if you want to cry, you are allowed to. We, we do not... Uh... Look the lesser upon you if you decide to. I mean, you could be looking at the light in your room for too long and then just shed a tear from that. I mean, that's considered you get crying. Sand in your eyes, possibly, or I could yawn. Recently, you know, that's weird. I, I, I used to see people yawn, and they would, you know, do you guys tear up when you yawn? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how intense the yawn is. Yeah, I used to see people tear up when they yawn. I was like, how the hell does that happen? And then, like, freshman year, it started happening to me. It's so fucking... Oh, I... are we allowed to curse? Yes. Um... Uh... I, I actually had an idea for, uh, for, for doing these podcasts. And I, and I love to, to talk to you guys. And I love to, to, to listen to albums and watch movies. But... I was thinking, and and just maybe, that that we could talk to to our English teacher. I'm not gonna say names. I'm not gonna call her a fake name like Campbell Soup. I was thinking that, <laughs> and I was thinking that we'd talk to her, and that we'd work with the newspaper in our school to get our podcast on a playlist that they have on the Comunique. It's just an idea. It's just an idea. Would we review that? Would we review their uh, Spotify uh, playlist, the Communique? Yes, they always have Spotify playlists every month. Of their website. We don't. Why'd you mention the goddamn name? You, you know mentioned what? the name, man. <laughs> I didn't. I just said the school newspaper. I didn't say bleep. You know. Okay. Yeah. Look, we can talk about the Demarest school newspaper all you want, but. What? 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 No, no, no. We live in the tri-state area. It's an undi- it's an undisclosed location in the tri-state area. The tri-state area is literally any area. No, uh, it's New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. The and, tri-state uh, area in Albany. The tri-state area is the three the the three states in whichever area you are in. Is it the location for Phineas and Ferb? Yes. Tri-state. Well, yeah, but like, if you're in tri-state area, isn't New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania? Yeah, but we still live in the tri-state area. Well, we live in the tri-state area of of New York, Pennsylvania. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> Alabama, Florida, Georgia. Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. The Phineas and Ferb tri-state area. What is the Phineas and Ferb tri-state area? New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, I think. Or or Pennsylvania. Is it? Yes. Is it basically? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. I, thought it, I never thought about that. Well, that's why we started this podcast. Have you guys noticed that Phineas looks exactly like a mix of Dr. Doofenshmirtz and his own mother? Yeah, well, they had that gag in the movie, how how Doofenshmirtz's building is shaped like Ferb's head. Yeah, yeah, but I think... What's their... I don't even know that. What... Phineas' mom might have... (laughs) Might have cheated with... uh, with with Dr. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> Maybe, or it's just a coincidence. No, I think that I think that's canon. Yeah. I mean, oh, sex exists in, in every single Disney property, if you think about really? it. I mean, the storks don't just fall from the sky. Except for in the NBC movie, Storks, starring Andy Samberg. <laughs> oh, yeah, Remember the boss baby? <laughs> yeah, the boss baby. And then they had Where the boss baby back in business. Boss baby. What? Uh, <laughs> one time me and uh, Yak, we watched the boss baby live. Yes, <laughs> yes, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, the Netflix, the Netflix series of the boss baby. <laughs> There's a series now? Yeah, this was like a while ago. Yeah, like 2018 remember, probably. But... Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they didn't even have my king. Stuck with me ever They since. didn't have my I king, want... Alec Baldwin. I want to ask a question because the time is coming up. Um, when we do say, whoever, who, whichever one of us, when we do you say, the slot... end... why did you even mention it? Okay, you're invalid. No, I'm not invalid. Yes, you are. It. You mentioned you, you mentioned the saying of the secret word. We all know the secret word, and you're not supposed to say it. Okay, and you're not I, even supposed to mention it. I never said it, and you never. We don't even know the secret word. No, we're, we're supposed to you. slip it naturally into the sentences. I know, but when we do say it, are we? What's the goal? The goal is to just win a point. Okay, and do we point it out after we say it? Or? Yes. If, okay. If you feel desired to, you could leave it unnoticed and be like, "Hey, wait." Okay. All right. Well, let, then let's get back before we before. You're before still invalid. Goes. I'm not invalid. Yes, you are. No. You're invalid. I didn't say the word. Well, you I'm mentioned saying it. We're supposed to have a normal conversation. We could reference well, the podcast. We could reference the functions well, of the podcast. You didn't, you didn't mention that in the rule. You didn't mention that in the rule. No, I told you over the phone while I was walking on the track. I told you, we got to slip it naturally into our sentences. Well, yeah, I was planning on doing that after asking the questions. To right, clarify. but if you even dare to ask a question, podcast on conflict. <laughs> if you even dare to ask a question, then you can't even say it. You can't say it. I don't know about that. It's kind of weird. No, seriously, we, we, we just have to talk about it naturally like it's any other thing. You know, you're still invalid. 
You could. I'm not an invalid. Yes, you are. No. Yes. I, I never said the word. But you, but you mentioned saying the word. If you mention saying the word, then you're invalid. Well, does it just, and then it scales up from there? You're you're invalid. You're invalid. You 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 mentioned. You mentioned it. It's between it's between Greek and I. Okay. And uh, but he's Good. invalid. What okay. Does this mean? But like, I'm glad does, you does answered. Does he have any penalties for being invalid, or is it just huh? a state of being? No, no, no. That's a penalty. That's a penalty. It. You. You can't win a point. If If oh, you I even question it, you. You have to know the rules. Okay. You never mentioned that in the. Rules. I did mention it. Okay. I told oh. you over the phone. Okay, fine. I'm invalid. I've said it by now, though. Yeah. Well, you're still invalid. You heard it, right? Let's just talk about something else, okay? Okay. I, I don't even want to say it, okay? I don't even know what to talk about now. You ruined the flow of this goddamn conversation. <laughs> hey, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Um... What the hell were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Nick, uh, Greek, do you know what you're talking about? I'm trying to remember now. We were... <laughs> we were on the topic of corny 80s movies. Yes, we were. Oh, we are talking about Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, Phineas and, and Ferb, the tri-state area. I love the soundtrack. Yeah, tri-state area. I love the soundtrack to Phineas and Ferb. Really? I've been listening to uh I've been listening to that song um created by Norm. Uh he wants to be a real boy. <laughs> yes, I know that one. I've also been listening to that one. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. I like to go pop. Someone who can take me out to freezing with the soda shop. Yo. Uh, I, was, I only know two songs from the actual from the I know, uh, squirrels in my pants. That's also a. Oh, I know squirrels in my pants. I know we got rhythm. Squirrels and in my I... pants stands for simp. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, but I love this soundtrack. One of those words that's just been so overused that's lost its original meaning. I mean, simp. honestly, some songs mm-hmm. on on the Phineas and Ferb soundtrack. Especially in Ain't Got Rhythm, you know how you you know there are many rhythmic elements to that song, and and I feel like some some elements of the song they sound like manipulated xylophone scales. Well, guys, uh, sorry we did not get to see you did not get to hear the full podcast. It was a very uh, great discussion, and you are all wonderful people. We are glad to have your viewership. Thank you. Stay frosty, and we'll catch you on the flip side. And we're watching the Midnight Gospel next episode. And it, yes. if, if there's anyone that, that doesn't quite know what's going on, it, it um, the app only allows one hour. app that we're using only it limits us to an hour of recording per 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 session. So um, it probably cut off in the middle of a conversation, and we lost like what t- we lost like. 10 or 12 minutes of time after that. Maybe like 8. <laughs> nah, 10. Okay, whatever. Okay. Only 10 minutes, we can run with that. Bye, guys. Yeah. We should all say Nick's uh, catchphrase all at once. 
stay frosty and catch you on the flip side. All right, stay let's give in a peer pressure. Let's give in a peer pressure on three, two, one. Stay, fro stay frosty, stay frosty and catch side. you on the flip side. 